0: Good afternoon, everyone. It's Dr. Nigro again, our next episode of Psychology Unplugged. As always, a heartfelt thank you to all of our followers, both here in the United States and across the globe. It's an absolute pleasure to do this this podcast every week. Uh, so many topics that we have covered, so many bridges that we have crossed, and so many topics that we have yet to uncover and explore in more detail uh so if I haven't gotten back to you uh please continue to reach out to me I will do my I do my best to respond to all texts and emails and phone calls uh it's really cool to talk to so many people and um as I've said before you know the uh realization that I've come to is how how similar we really are uh independent of our location, and uh, we have so many shared, common human experiences, so uh, I will give you that contact information after this episode. So, here in the United States, it is Christmas Eve, Um, and I want to talk today about uh, Christmas, the holidays, and setting boundaries with family members or other people that are in our lives, because this is a time of year. Uh at least and you know I'm sticking with Christmas, but you know, this extends I think to Hanukkah and to Kwanzaa and all the different religious holidays. But uh as a little kid, uh the Christmas, Christmas Eve was it was it was it was it. it. was it was the time of year that I looked forward to the absolute most. Uh I remember probably it would be after um, probably after Thanksgiving, my mom and I would go to the store and we would get uh, construction paper. And we would uh, cut the construction paper and then take um, make circles and staple them uh, as to however many days it was until Christmas Eve. Because that was one of her uh, most treasured holidays because everybody was coming together and my mom being... Was a strong uh, matriarch, and 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 everything was about family. Um, and then Christmas Day, the next day, you know, playing all the toys. But uh, we were so we we would make this this chain and hang it. Uh, I can still picture it, hang it, you know, in our in our kitchen. And I couldn't wait to wake up the next morning and take another chain off and watch it get smaller and smaller. And you know, it was a kid. It was all about. Um, you know, I, you know, I'm not. Uh, I'll get to the you know, the more, you know, serious and, and real reason of Christmas, um, at least from my perspective. But but at that time, it was it was uh, we would always have tacos. That I don't know where that came from. Uh, I have no. Recollection of where that tradition came from. We would always have tacos, and then open our presents, and I uh, always had that one big present at the end. And, and those those were great memories. I'm sure all of you guys have your your own traditions, and uh, th- those are great great memories. Um, you know, losing my parents, you know, it sucks. And I I, I try to, you know, with my family here in Massachusetts, I try and incorporate some of those same things, uh, to different degrees as, as our family. Um, we have an amazing family and I'm incredibly blessed for, for my stepkids and and, and for my wife and, and all of our friends and colleagues and coworkers. Um, so it's an absolute, absolute uh, gift and blessing. But uh, you know, just think back and, and remember those 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 childhood memories. And and it, it's interesting is as you get older, those those um, um, I, I don't know if it's traditions or I guess I guess maybe the meaning shifts. You know, as you as you as you get older and you become more financially independent, um, it really you know for me shifted into like how can I make other people happy. And what was it that I could get them? Uh, And I would would keep a list in my phone under notes and just pay attention throughout the year of things like, for example, that Julie wanted or my father was alive that he wanted. And that's something that is really hard. Uh, Still, it's only been the third year without my father, and it's still difficult because on Christmas Day... Uh, you know, obviously, I would be here in Massachusetts. He'd be back in Chicago And Illinois, and we would usually use FaceTime or Skype. And I would send him tons of packages and presents and all the kind of stuff that he loved. And there was there was like uh like autographed pictures of he was a huge cowboy fan. I always wanted to be a cowboy growing up, and or TVs or or whatever. I just wanted to. It was it, it was just interesting how that shift goes from being a child and being in awe of all these. Amazing presence and uh, um, I remember this one time I was I went to church, and I was uh, I, I don't know if it was with my parents or not, but I was I was young, and uh, they had the tree, and it was a giving tree. I was like, oh okay. I, I, I remember putting my my middle brother's name on the tree, uh, and then. On Christmas Eve, I think uh, a group from the church showed up with. Because uh, I think I put my, I, I think I put my brother wanted underwear, and so this group from the church shows up at our front steps with money and food, and my mom and dad are like, uh, "What did you do?" And I said, "Oh, I put I, I put my brother's name on there to." The, the Giving Tree. I didn't realize the Giving Tree was for poor and unfortunate people, and they they came into the house and they saw you know thousands of presents under the tree, and um, that was that was that was an interesting uh, interesting memory. But I, I i had I had good intentions, uh, but you know as as like I said as as we shift in the holidays, um, you know it's it's, a, it's I don't know why it's our life. You know, sometimes goes on autopilot. You know, but we we have Thanksgiving and we have Christmas and we have you know birthdays or anniversaries. But I think Christmas and Thanksgiving being the two major ones um, is a time uh, for families to get together. And not every family is intact. Not every family. Um, has ideal family members, um, and this could extend even into maybe extended family. Um, you know, could be this could be parents, this could be cousins, this could be aunts and uncles. This could even be, like, friends uh, who are, like, you know, you call, like, an uncle or an aunt who are, you know, seemingly part of the family. And, you know, it's... It, it's I, I don't think we should have to allow a day of the year... To always let our guard down And be different versions of ourselves Depending on the type of relationship That we have with people um, I live my life in a place of love And a place of gratitude And a place of peace uh, I guess sometimes being a neuropsychologist And a diagnostician I'm always kind of looking at people I'm analyzing them And um, you know trying to place them Into some kind of category And that's just how my mind is wired But uh, you know, boundaries it, it, it's kind of like a, it, it's almost like a double edged sword. It's, it's, it's do we just drop the boundaries and, and, and just say, Well, this is the this, you know, tis the season to be jolly and 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 um, just negate whatever trespasses or negate whatever um, uh, differences or or events that have transpired. Do we, do we just forget that those? And then the next day, just zip it back up, um, or do we, do we do we maintain those boundaries? And I think it's important to maintain boundaries. If those boundaries are going to or are are healthy, and the motivation for setting those boundaries and keeping those boundaries is important, if it's out of spite if it's out of malice, if it's out of ill intent, uh, I've said this ad nauseum and he, you know, ask the patients, like, what's the one thing that he always says is pay attention to your motivation. Um, sometimes, you know, with family members, uh, we have to love them from, from afar. And sometimes seeing them once a year is, I think, maybe all that God is asking of us because, uh, as someone who I've mentioned this before, who has lost two parents, people do not get replaced. And yes, people can be frustrating. People can be difficult, especially as we get older. Our belief systems become more crystallized and uh, can be more rigid and, and, and more stubborn. But you know, if you have family members that you you, you believe are are gonna have negative impacts on, you know, yourself and your children. And, you know, if you're dreading it, you know, it's a kind of the example like, uh, do you pull up to your house and see your significant other or your child or whatever, whoever it is, and you see their car in the driveway, and you're like, oh geez, I just want to keep, you know, keep the engine running, keep going. That's that's never a good sign, but that's a good barometer of like what are the qualities of the relationships that you have with the people in your life. And um you know, have we moved? Be have we moved? Uh, far enough away from the true meaning of, of Christmas? Yes, it's a very, uh, commercial holiday. Uh, it, it's about where can we get the best deal and who gets the biggest gift and who gets that and uh, do we have enough for this person enough for that person? Um, when in reality, you know, it's it's you know, it's 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 the birth of Christ. If you're looking at it from, whether you're looking at it from a, from a Christian perspective or even just from uh, historical perspective. Uh, but it, it definitely is a time of year, you know, much like Thanksgiving where families do come together and, you know, a little different than Thanksgiving is we exchange gifts. And I think sometimes, uh, the, you know, the type of gift that we give can sometimes say a lot about what we think of someone. Um, and it also, you know, I, I think the, you know, the infamous, um, you know, uh, Bag of coal. Uh, do some people deserve it? Yeah, probably they do. But uh, you know, I, I would encourage you know yourselves, myself, all of us, you know, to you know to approach the holidays as a time uh, of getting together. And you know, like I said, for some people, maybe this is the only time you get together as as a family, and and, and that you 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 love people from afar. Uh, but setting boundaries is incredibly important. I talk a lot about that in borderline personality disorder, but boundaries in and of themselves are incredibly important. Um you know, if you watch Chris's vacation, uh, you know, Eddie uh he doesn't care what the boundaries are. You know, he's 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 you know, emptying the 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 porta toilet out in the out in the Clark's parking lot or his driveway or um He's, uh, you know, knocking over the little thing that spins with the light with the candles. I never really got how that really worked. But, um, but boundaries, I think, uh, are important. And I think it even becomes more difficult with his family. Um, you know, we live in this world of, of, you know, this, again, this is a newer terminology, this, you know, this canceled culture where, you know, somebody does something wrong, they're, they're canceled, and you know, it it, it it's a. It, I think it's more of a sociological, or a social psychology phenomenon of, and and you know, I see it even with like kids and children or adolescents a lot. You know, like, well, you, you know, you, well, I don't talk to them anymore. They're done. They're they're canceled. It's like, well, you just you just. So people have seemed, uh, at least from my observation, uh, to be um, very disposable. And in a very temperamental world that we live in, if you say the wrong thing, if you don't agree with this group, but you agree with this group, or vice versa, um, you're automatically canceled. And you know, this is—I think this is very far from what young term young men by the collective unconscious. I think this is more of a phenomenon of group thing. Which is incredibly dangerous because that's nothing more than lemmings to the sea without any kind of self-reflection and and, and, and deeper insight into why do you believe what you believe and I have never stepped to this from a patient I never will if he asks him why did you, why do you do that I don't know that's a, that is a nonsense answer that is completely unacceptable from a cognitive behavioral and a rational motive uh, perspectives therapeutically. You know, you may not know in the moment, but take some time and think about because all behavior is purposeful and determined. It doesn't happen; it doesn't occur in a vacuum. And that whole concept of the unconscious is is ridiculous. That we're not driven by some spooky underworld. But you know, not not to diverge into my you know my own personal perspectives on theoretical orientations. Um, but getting back to the point of setting boundaries, that you know, uh, this is I think sometimes where guilt. Uh, gets confused with feeling bad. And I've mentioned this before, and I think Adler's definition of guilt is is one of the best ones. And he said, guilt is nothing more than the good intentions that you never had. What what that basically means is society tells us that in these situations um, that we're supposed to conform and behave and act and portray a certain role a certain emotional state, um, a certain disposition about ourselves. When in reality, the contrast of feeling bad is when you actually have an emotional connection and there is a a conscientious and deliberate uh, motivation and uh, deliberate and conscientious chosen emotional state. So, uh, most of us walk around and use these terms interchangeably, but g- guilt basically means you don't have the feeling it's associated with it, but like I feel guilty if I don't invite Uncle Henry you know over for dinner. I feel guilty if I, I don't do that, but that basically means you're conforming to the societal rules, but there's really no emotion behind it versus you know I feel really bad that I forgot to call so and so and invite them over. And you know the holidays bring out uh, I think the best in people and they can also sometimes bring out the worst in people especially if you factor in like you know alcohol and, and 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 stuff like that um and you know especially if there's you know unresolved traumas and and family secrets that you know may not be uh, not everybody in the family may be privy to but it, it you know coming together as a group independent of the size, realize everybody is coming with their own beliefs, their own perspectives, their own ideologies, their own traditions, and everybody thinks that they are right um and you know the old saying stay away from politics and and religion are you know and especially in the, this the the as much as these need to be talked about at the at the juncture of the way the world is at this current moment um there are sensitive topics because people's belief systems uh are are really what helps them go to bed at night uh even if they distort them and that they're completely erroneous and have no basis in reality but you know, again, I just wanted to use this this time to talk about holidays because uh, just like all the ovens are going off on, you know, Thursday of Thanksgiving, you know, at some point, whether you celebrate Christmas Eve or you celebrate Christmas Day, you're going to be amongst, uh, you know, family and loved ones and uh, some you may have healthy relationships with, some may be strained, some may be tainted, but... Um, I I would encourage you, you know, approach you know the holiday season with love and with with gratitude and appreciation, but also uh, realizing you know setting boundaries is an okay thing to do, and not to use the terminology or the specific date of, of December twenty fourth or twenty fifth or January first or January thirty first as 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 excuses to, uh, for allowing or you know, putting yourself in a situation with with people that are not having positive impacts on your lives or the lives of your children, your loved ones. Um, you know, saying no is, is you know, it, 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 it's easy to do that over text, uh, but saying no and meaning it and sticking to it and having the right motivation for doing it. If your motivation for saying no is out of love and care and compassion and protection, that's fine. But if, if it comes from a place of anger and hatred, and and spite, uh, that's not that's not a justification. And, and and families argue, that's okay. Families disagree, that's that's all right. Uh, couples argue, couples disagree, and that that's actually healthy. I mean, depending on what it is you're, you know, arguing about. Um, but I think, you know, rec- it's also a chance to recalibrate. And, you know, ideally, you know, holidays and Christmas should be a time of of, of celebration and appreciation and of, of gratitude and uh, remembering the, you know, like I said, whether whether you're secular or whether you're religious, um, you know, the birth of, of, of Jesus, you um, but as I said, we, we you know we we've moved far oh, What did you say? Yes, the lights are. Oh Julie got Julie's placing more lights. Um she's Clark Griswold out there with adding more lights to the stuff we already have going on. Um But again, it is a time of year for um y- you know, that we're gonna be around family and we're going to be around those that we love and we're also going to be around those that annoy us and that frustrate us and if you need to set a boundary it is perfectly okay like i said i've talked a lot about boundaries with borderline you don't have to this is completely separate than borderline it's just you know families can be difficult um they always have that one or two out there that are that are tough or and I, when i say family i mean even, i'm talking about anybody that you include or invite into your your inner circle whether they that's a parent, grandparent, a close friend, uncle, and relative. Um, you know, I was so. I, I again, I would approach it from a place of love and peace, and anticipation for happiness. Uh, but I also would say, you know, you don't have to tolerate misery to make someone else happy, and you don't have to tolerate somebody else's nonsense uh, in order to avoid conflict and no one likes conflict and no one like I'm sure again I'm sure there are people that seek out conflict and yeah there are people that seek out conflict but you know what if that, if that's going to be a part of that, if that if that individual or those individuals are going to cause strife then either you know don't invite them politely uninvite them um but don't you don't have to tolerate someone else's unhappiness, someone else's pathology, someone else's nonsense, someone else's BS at the expense of saying, well, it's, well, we have to do this because it's Christmas, or we have to do this because it's their birthday, or we have to do this because it's New Year's. No, they, stop, we have to stop using these dates as justifications. Boundaries are very important. We have our own boundaries for ourselves. Our bodies, our minds, what we put into it. Um, you know, I think it was King Solomon in the Bible who said, "You know, we live and die by our words, and our words are incredibly powerful. Um, and the spoken word, I think, is much more powerful even than what you would read on a, you know, on a text message." Um, so uh, hopefully this this was. I don't know if Julie wants to add anything. She's running around with her lights, uh, so you probably got just me. But, uh, again, maybe not a clinical topic, but this time of year, we do spend with family. And this time of year, we also spend time without those that have gone before us. And uh, I, my mom and dad are gone, and but I, I still talk to them. Uh, I look for the cardinals. Um, I remember my mom from a young age. I didn't get it. Uh, she said, you know, you... you um, you know, that those are the spirit birds, and when I miss my mom and dad, which I do every day, I look for the spirit birds and um, and I see the cardinals. And um, you know, I, I don't believe in coincidence. And if you want to read a really good book about that, I would encourage you, it's an older book, not too old, but it's called The Celestine Prophecy, which is. Basically, the you know the whole premise is there is no such thing as coincidence, and things are ordered. And do we have explanations for why atrocities and things happen? No. Um, I'm very fortunate to have a, a, a strong faith, uh, a supportive family both here in Massachusetts and my family back home in Chicago, uh, which I'm hoping to go back and see sometime soon. Um traveling during winter isn't always the easiest uh between the East Coast and the midwest and back and forth, but it's definitely something that um I am planning on doing with julie so um I guess next week will be our new year's episode but uh this is this is family time and this is this is time to bring up uh and also with family, it brings up all the memories too it brings up good memories it could bring up bad memories it could bring up uh, a whole sort of things. Um, you can also put it in perspective of, okay, can we just get through these few hours? But if getting through those few hours is going to compromise your happiness, your, your health, your, your family, the sanctity of your, your, your mental state, uh, because other people have that uh, impact on you, I would strongly encourage you to draw those boundaries. And yes, are those conversations difficult? absolutely but you know do a cost-benefit analysis what's what what is the price you're going to pay by not say by 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 saying no uh what i I can tell you is the world's not going to end and you know people disappoint us and you know and the things that we do we disappoint people and that's just the nature of it i just think it comes to the the degree of you know what it really comes down to is it worth it uh, but protect yourselves, protect your loved ones, protect the sanctity of your mental health. Uh, have a happy and a merry Christmas. Um, you know, again, we've 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 moved far beyond what the meaning is. But uh, uh, as I said, as Bruce Stringstein said, once you're born Catholic, there's no getting out. And I still go back to those roots, even though I have been you know, those you know, those roots are strong. But I've become more spiritual as I've gotten older. Um, But, you know, celebrate memories, have fun, uh, enjoy yourselves with your loved ones. But, you know, and if, you know, we could talk more next week, you know, with, with, you know, I'm not a big fan of resolutions, uh, New Year's resolutions, but I think it's something a lot of people do. So maybe we'll talk sometime next week uh, a little bit about about that. Um, And I know Julie and I were talking about uh, doing an episode maybe next week on uh, differentiating bipolar disorder from borderline personality disorder. Um, it's it, it's not hard to do. Um, and that's why diagnostics are such an important part of it. So for myself, uh, as is doing this podcast, uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, I hope you guys have a happy, healthy, and safe Holiday season, uh, be well. Thank you for our continued your continued support of the work that we do. I look forward to talking with you guys next week. Um, until then, you can get a hold of me at psychology unplugged at outlook.com. Uh follow us at psychology underscore unplugged underscore on Instagram. Uh, you can follow get a hold of me through psychology today, and you can contact me directly at 617 750 9411 East Coast Standard time in the United States, and there's the water as always. So until next time, take care of yourselves, take care of each other. Merry Christmas. Bye, guys.